New York Artist Collective. And welcome to this next one's about. My name is Stephanie Manns. I'm one of the co-producers for the New York Artists Collective and a singer-songwriter myself. Today is a very special edition of this podcast where I am speaking with Katie Zaccardi. She is head of the New York chapter of Women Crush Music and their head of marketing. And today we will be discussing women in music um, with regard to an upcoming show that we are collaborating on together putting three women on stage together in a Nashville-style round to promote women in music and discuss some of the issues surrounding women in the industry. Katie Zaccardi, hello and welcome to this very special edition of This Next One's About with the NY Artists Collective. Thank you so much for joining me on this lovely, humid Sunday morning. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. So, Katie, let's start from the very beginning. So you are with Women Crush Music. Yes. So I am currently the head of marketing and New York chapter at Women Crush Music. So tell me about Women Crush Music. I know that it's a nonprofit and it started off in Portland. So tell me a bit about the the mission statement. Yeah. So we are a nonprofit who works with women in the music industry, specifically songwriters, to, and our mission statement is basically connect, educate, inspire. So we aim to connect artists with other artists in the industry to collaborate, to learn. We educate by putting on showcases and in particular networking events and workshops to help artists grow their careers, as well as our online offerings and Facebook groups. And overall, just inspire people to keep going, to know that it is possible, to know that just because you are a woman a woman in the music industry, you are not any less and you can still achieve your goals and it is possible. And we want to really just create that community and support for any woman in the music industry who is looking to grow their career. So tell me how this all started. So our founder, Ashley Kervabon, she moved to Portland from New York a few years ago. And when she was there, she's an artist herself. She noticed that she was just lacking a community. She didn't really know where to find other women in music. And she wanted to kind of create something, an opportunity for her to perform, an opportunity for her to meet other people. So she hosted the first Women Crush Music Showcase. Um, And that continued. And then a few months later, when she came back to visit New York, in May of 2017, she decided to host a New York showcase. Um, funny enough, I was actually the first artist to perform at that New York showcase. I'm an artist as well. And at that time, I had just graduated college. So I was like, I, I had no job, <laughs> um, no music job, at least. And I was like, Ashley, I have free time if you need anything. And at that time as well, she was getting a lot of interest and traction from other people in other cities who wanted to bring this to their city. So seriously, like, in in that time period of the the last latter half of 2017, everything just uh, escalated so quickly. And by January of 2018, we were relaunching the organization with about 10 new cities. Um, and now, uh, like, what is it, a year and a half later, um, we are just continuing with our mission, continuing to grow, building our team. And it's been really an amazing experience in the past two years. That's wonderful. So this is currently just across the U.S.? It is currently across the U.S., yes. With plans to expand internationally? Yes. No concrete plans now. <laughs> we can't give you a date, but that is the goal, yes. Well, that's wonderful. I think it's um, very, very needed. But in terms, so for, for those people who are listening who maybe aren't uh, artists themselves, what do you think are some of the, the challenges? I mean, what is the environment like for women in the music industry? And why does Women Crush Music now exist to uh, help with, with some of those challenges? Yeah, I I mean, there's so many and I feel like I've been lucky enough, you know, I've been on podcasts or interviews before being like, where have you been like mistreated? And I think that I I personally want to kind of like talk that down where it doesn't it doesn't mean that just because you're a woman in the music industry, you've been mistreated or like 
sexually harassed or anything like that. But at the same time, so, so many people that we talk to, many members of our staff um, and myself included, it's it's just kind of like a minor um, feeling that you're not quite being listened to. You're not quite being given the opportunities as much. It's men are all, all over the place and like, especially at shows and running other different organizations and studios and stuff like that. And there just doesn't seem to be as much of a representation of women in the music industry. And whether it is the, you know, lower extreme of just feeling like you're uncomfortable, feeling like you just want other women who know what you're going through that you can talk to about as opposed to having to talk to guys about it. I mean, we love men. I feel like I should say that like we are not (laughs) anti-men, but sometimes you just want like a girl pal that you can talk to who gets it. And like, you don't have to worry about anyone judging you or not understanding or this or that. And so that's kind of like the low end of it. But then the the higher extreme, of course, goes to instances where women are just like flat out not being given opportunities. They are being ignored. They are being treated like they're stupid. I mean, we have so many stories of people being like, yeah, this producer, I brought in my song. I know all this stuff. And he talks to me like I'm a stupid idiot who knows nothing about music or recording or anything. And it's just really disheartening. You know, it's really discouraging for people who are trying to grow their careers and they're constantly feeling like they're dumb and they're not. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another level, which is those areas of sexual harassment, which unfortunately so many people have dealt with. And it is just really sad, really just something we should not be going through in 2019 anymore. But it is a fact of the music industry that we do have to acknowledge. I think it's getting better, but it is something that we have to continue fighting against and and to make sure that it continues to get better. So all of those things, whether no matter what kind of hardships you've come from, or even if you're just new into the music industry and looking for uh, an easy community that you have easy access to. And most of our events are free. Our Facebook stuff is, or free or low cost. Our Facebook stuff is totally free. So you can very easily access a community to help you get started or to help you um, acclimate to a new city or to help you just learn more that you are learning depending on where you're coming from in your music journey right now. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that you said that I I really want to, to touch on there. Um, so obviously representation, I think, is is key within the music industry. So I think where, you know, women as songwriters or, or artists being represented at music festivals. I remember recently, in fact, probably last year, I think there was uh, in the UK, someone had taken a, a poster that was at a festival and removed all of the male artists just to show how lacking representation women are. At a yeah, I remember that festival. too. And it was a, it was mm-hmm. a really visual representation that really hit home for a lot of people and I think it was really important and now you know that's what I look at so now when I see music posters I'm like oh how many are women and it's yeah really important I think to acknowledge that totally yeah and I think like it's really easy to just if you take a second to think about it be like what are you talking about I know so many women artists like that's that can't be true at all but then when you do something like that You look at festivals where people are bringing together many, many artists, and then you like look at the proportions of men to women, it really speaks volumes because there still is a just totally disproportionate number of representation. Now, here's another question for you. 
in certain genres of music, I think women's success can be very linked to their physical appearance or the rep, you know their presentation, I guess, into the world. Certainly within country music, I think unless you look like you are you know a Hollywood TV or movie movie star, you know you're not going to become successful. And yet, when you when you look at men in the, that same industry, you can look like you've just stepped off a farm and you will win a Grammy. And I feel that that's definitely a bias that still exists. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that you're wrong there. It's not something that we particularly have acknowledged before. And actually, I have to say, this is a point that I don't think I've ever really talked about in an interview or anything. And But it is so true. Like, you're expected to be, like, that glamorous pop star, that superstar. And it kind of reminds me, um, this is not music, but there was a photo that circulated the internet a few years ago of some movie premiere where Selena Gomez was on the red carpet, like, looking like a star, and Adam Sandler was on the red carpet literally in basketball shorts and a t-shirt. And it was just, I just remember people being like, why? Like, what is this? Like, can you imagine what would have happened if Selena Gomez showed up in basketball shorts and a t-shirt? People would have been like, what the hell is going on? Um, And I think it's true. It's definitely true. Like you are judged if you are better looking than people might move you up faster or pay more attention to you. And it, it just shouldn't be that. Like, we should be paying attention to people's talent, their songwriting abilities, their vocal abilities, their abilities to engage with the crowd. And that's why at Women Crush Music in all of our showcases, we make a point to have different genres represented at all showcases to the best of our abilities. Um, And also just making sure, you know, we're not, we don't care about that. We don't give a shit. Can I curse on this? Yep. Okay. We don't give a shit what you, what you look like. (laughs) Like if you have good music, if you can perform on stage, if you can engage an audience, awesome. We want to give you an opportunity. It doesn't matter how big your following is or how small. Well, that's wonderful. And I think it's um, an important message, I think. And also for young songwriters or young, you know, artists to, you know, coming into their own to see three sets of artists on stage that are women or women in the band. Um, I, I'm trying to think, I, I have, I can count on one hand, the number of shows I've done where there have been, where it's been an all female bill. Yeah. Easily. One of them obviously was yours mm-hmm. earlier this year. And then the other was so far I did in Boston and it's, it doesn't happen very often. I, and I think when it happens, I'm really, I'm really grateful. And I made a point um, of getting in touch with the, the, the so far organizers and just saying, look, thank you very much for not being scared of that. And it sounds ridiculous because if you put three men on a bill, no one would think about it. Yes, exactly. Exactly. No one would even give a second look. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, all women? What is this? Some kind of conspiracy? And it's like, no. <laughs> We're just trying to like amplify women. That's all that it is. And give people an extra opportunity that they might not have had before. And even just to circle back to the conversation about looks and and all of that, we make a point, too, that like we try to keep it as diverse as possible in genre, in ethnicity, in anything that you can think of. You know, we have a lot of queer bands as well. And it's just about making sure that everyone is supported in the best way possible. And let's maybe just talk a bit more about the workshops that you put on, because obviously, you know, going back to your mission statement of collect, educate and inspire. um, Let's talk a bit more about the education piece. And so in terms of what we're trying to do with women, it's sort of trying to get women a leg up into the, and not sort of over men, but at the same playing field as men. Right. So I've, so, so tell me a bit more about these workshops and, and how they are aiming to do that. So just to give a little bit, bit of background in each chapter, we pretty much alternate between a showcase and a workshop or networking event 
each month. So it depends on what city you're in uh, to like what actual workshops or offerings will be there. But I'll give you a few examples in New York. Um, actually, this past Thursday, um, we did a merch workshop where we brought in the founder of MerchCat to teach these ladies who showed up all about merch, literally everything about merch strategy, implementation, what kind of stuff you should be making, branding. It was um, $10. Most of our community got 50% off for being a part of our community. So it was like $5 to enter and you got a three-hour workshop. And that kind of stuff just doesn't really exist anywhere else where you're really learning a lot at such a low cost nonetheless, Um, especially in New York City. So that kind of, that's an example. We've also done songwriting workshops in the past. We've done wellness workshops in several of our cities in the past. Wellness is a really important part of our mission statement as well. And our culture, um, as an organization, we take really a lot of pride in making sure that our staff members, our volunteers are cared for and that our community is also being cared for and that they know that self-care and wellness is a really important part of actually sustaining a music career and living out their mission as of being an artist. I think that's wonderful. And I think, um, I love as well that you're so, you know, connect, educate, and inspire. I think we've covered uh, educate and inspire and, and the connection piece as well. And, and you were talking about not only connecting artists with one another, but connecting artists with musicians, artists with, um, videographers, photographers, anyone who has a, you know, something creative that they can offer that they are, you know, doing within the music industry. Yeah, absolutely. We have Facebook groups for each city. So you can join that Facebook group if you're in one of the chapters that we currently exist. And in those Facebook groups include artists, songwriters, producers, photographers, like anyone in the music industry, any music industry professionals, they're all in there. And it's a really great way to, again, not only learn, but anytime you need something know that you're going to a community of people who are actually in your city and can direct you to a local run recommendation locally recommended person if they're not in that group already mm-hmm. well I think that's wonderful and listen I'm so um the New York Artist Collective is teaming up with Women Crush Music uh, in July to do a show um July 27th at Rockwood Music Hall at 6 p.m <clears throat> excuse me uh, tickets available on our website www.newyorkartistcollective.com and I'm sure they will be available on uh Women Crush Music as well Um, But we are so excited to team up with you and we love the work that you are doing to support women. I think um, the the Nashville style rounds that we that we do. So the format is a little bit different, but we we're very conscious of giving diversity a platform and a showcase. Um, And I think, you know, whether it's 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 not necessary, we don't generally do all women all of the time. We we have done them and we don't think twice if we do them, Um, but we definitely make an effort to, to 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 showcase or to, um, to give diversity a spot on stage. Um, so it's wonderful to be able to do this with women crush music and to highlight the, the wonderful women that we have in, you know, on the music scene in New York. So thank you very much for agreeing to do this with us. It is our pleasure. I mean, we're super excited to collaborate with you guys too. You create such an intimate, um, audience and feeling and experience for these showcases. So we're really, really excited to be a part of it. And in general, I think it's just amazing to be able to collaborate with other like-minded organizations and make things bigger and better than they could have ever been before. And that's what we're going to do July 
Yeah, exactly. And it's not about um, competing with each other. And I think, you know, there are so many kind of um, organizations that, that sort of are coming up and, and doing not necessarily similar things, but maybe their mission in terms of supporting um, particular artists might be similar. And I, it doesn't need to be us or them at all. And I think it's nice to to, to, to get together and to, to share those resources and, and make, you know, spread spread the message of both, both things. Yeah, I think there's always that question from um, people who are kind of looking in from the outside and wondering, you know, is there competition? Is there other organizations? Like, are you battling it? And from our standpoint and every, pretty much every interaction I've had with any other organization, whether they are like fully based on supporting only women or just based on supporting artists in general, almost everyone we've worked with has just been so open-minded, so down to collab, so supportive of each other. And I think that that is huge because we want to be an example that we are not only like we're actually living out our mission as an organization by supporting and connecting with other organizations to put on even better events and connect people even further. So we have three artists that we're bringing to the stage uh, on July 27th. We have April Rose, who um, and April's a wonderful musician, but she's she's also uh, the, the front. Sorry, the. She's also the front woman of a rock band, um, sort of a bit dark and, and sort of modern rock in sound. Um, Madeline McMillan, who's more of a kind of folk singer songwriter um, with a bit of an edge. And our third act is currently pending. I think we, we, we can't announce that just yet. Um, but those are two artists, certainly. Uh, and the third I'm very excited about. But those are three artists I think that will bring something really powerful and dynamic to the stage. So I'm so glad that you guys are, are on board with um, collaborating with us and, and coming together to pick these three artists to put them on stage and, and just see what happens. I love, I love the, the rounds that we do and seeing what happens when you throw these people on a stage together and, and the connections and the, the rapport that they build. It's wonderful. Totally. And, and what's really exciting for me about this as well is that you do bring such an interesting format that we actually have never done before. And I think is kind of unique in New York. You don't see these writer round formats as often as you do in places like Nashville, but it's such a cool thing to experience as an audience member or as an artist. I remember the first time I went to this kind of um, show back in Nashville and I was just like, this is so fun. It's so cool. It's so interactive. And you really get to know the artists a lot better and have fun as an audience member. So it's going to be an amazing show. If you are in New York, definitely come out. I would love for you to experience it. I would love to meet you and say hi and get to know you a little bit better. So I think, you know, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be dope. I can't really pull that off with an accent, but never mind. So Katie's <laughs> <laughs> um, You did a great job. Thank you very much. So you also have a podcast. I do, yes. Called Out to Be. So tell me about that. Yes. So along with my work with Women Crush Music, I'm actually also a wellness coach for artists in the music industry or people in the music industry, I should say. And with that, with my company Out to Be, um, under that branch, I have one-on-one coaching and I also have the Out to Be podcast. So that podcast focuses on mental health and wellness in the music industry. So I talk to artists and industry professionals who have stories to share or experiences to share and advice around mental health and wellness. I also talk to um, health professionals and people who can actually tell us about kind of the science around this and and the beneficial things we've had. We've had we have some cool episodes coming up, and we'll be talking about you know natural health and goal setting and sound meditation. So it really just there's a broad spectrum of topics that we cover that all fall under this health and wellness and mental health category. And I think it's really important. It's a huge passion of mine to 
keep this conversation going and open for for people in the music industry, but honestly, for people in general. Like, if you're not in the music industry, I think that there's a lot of value that this podcast still gives and a lot of interesting stories um, that are on it. But it's a passion of mine to continue this conversation because I think as someone who struggles with anxiety myself, I needed a community and I needed support when I was first being diagnosed. And I've noticed that so, so many other people do as well. So I wanted to create a platform to actually be able to do that. Well, it sounds wonderful. And I think it's an important conversation that needs to be had. Um, Mental health in general is so important, but I think mental health is so prevalent within the artist community. Um, And taking the stigma away from it and being able to talk about it is so important and must, you know, I, I'm, I know that it will be beneficial um, for that community. So I'm, I'm really glad that you've decided to do that and, and do something incredibly meaningful that I know a lot of people will appreciate. Well, thank you so much for saying that, but yeah, I think it, I've gotten great feedback from people who have been listening so far. And it's important for me, like I said, to just be able to create some support for people because that is a thing if you're struggling with mental health or even if you've just reached burnout and you know you want to continue your career in music, but you just feel so tired and you don't know where to turn next, it can be really discouraging and you might not know what's there for you, what can help you. So I hope that I can help anyone wherever they are, whatever they're looking to learn. And even if you don't struggle with wellness or mental health, I think it's still interesting to just learn more and how see how you can prove or you know if you can recommend things to other people who may be struggling and see how you can support other people who may be struggling so give it a listen if it intrigues you <laughs> and that can be that that can be found just by searching out to be yes it's on the um anywhere you listen to podcasts basically if you search the out to be podcast and with my name katie zaccardi you should be able to find it and it's you'll also find a link on my website as well which is katiezaccardi.com Well, I'll definitely put a link um, in in the details for this podcast. Um, Katie Zaccardi, it has been such a pleasure chatting to you. I am so excited to collaborate with you, um, the New York Artist Collective and and Women Crush Music, uh, July 27th at Rockwood Music Hall. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for having me. It has been an amazing time and I cannot wait for our show. Me too, Katie Zaccardi. Um, we will we will be there afterwards if anyone wants to come and chat to uh, New York Artist Collective or Katie um, and the Women Crush team about performing with us or uh, Women Crush Music. Um, we are so excited and inspired by the work that you guys are doing. So thank you again, Katie Zaccardi. It's been such a pleasure. I'll see you soon. See you soon. Katie Zaccardi from Women Crush Music. Now, if you want to come along to the show, we have three incredible female artists. We have April Rose, Madeline McMillan, and Gabrielle Marlena. You can find tickets on our website, www.newyorkartistscollective.com, and you can find them from our social uh, at New York Artists Collective on the old Instagram as well. Um, please also follow Women Crush Music. They are at Women Crush Music and womencrushmusic.com. Next week, we return to our usual scheduled programming with another wonderful New York artist, Jess McAvoy, all the way from Australia, but now based in Brooklyn to discuss her new song, Do What You Want. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, please do so. I'm Stephanie Manns. Thanks for listening to this next one's about. New York Artist Collective.